Hi guys, welcome to Surviving the Narcissist, and today I'm going to be discussing whether autism, high-functioning autism to be exact, and being a narcissist or sociopath have anything in common, and if the two disorders are similar, and if they have similar effects on the relationships these people have. Now, you might be questioning why anybody would think that autism and being a sociopath have anything in common. Obviously, this is a weird question if you know a lot about sociopathy and autism, because these two disorders are completely different things, and that is why society as a whole, and usually mental health practitioners, they treat these two things completely differently. But on these forums I've been visiting, like Quora, or just anything discussing questions related to um, being a sociopath, I've, I've been seeing a kind of an insane amount of people asking, oh, are autistic people similar to sociopaths? Um, is it hard to tell the difference between the two? And honestly, I feel like these questions don't come from a malicious place. I feel like a lot of these people are just trying to basically keep themselves safe and avoid any harm from a sociopath. But the thing is, these two disorders are not the same thing at all. The thing is, the the association autistic people might have with being a sociopath or narcissist, I feel like that can be extremely damaging for autistic individuals because in reality, these two disorders are completely different. And mistaking them for one another can be extremely damaging to well-meaning autistic people, people with Asperger's, if you want to call it that, even though that's not a technical term anymore. It could be extremely damaging for people to see these people as sociopaths because in reality, autistic people are completely different. And the way that I would describe the difference is that autistic people, they definitely suffer from having low cognitive empathy. And you obviously hear this being thrown around. Oh, autistic people are just like other people, but they don't have empathy. Autistic people are normal. They just don't have empathy. And the thing is, autistic people do have empathy. They just only have one kind of it. Because most neurotypical individuals, they have cognitive empathy and affective empathy. So autistic people struggle with cognitive empathy, meaning they have trouble reading other people sometimes, and they have trouble naturally understanding social norms. They have trouble naturally understanding societal norms, understanding what people are feeling just from looking at them. They just have trouble basically reading other people. And I'm not going to speak for all autistic people, but I think that's just the general, one of the general symptoms of having autism. And sometimes autistic people might have, might have trouble reading other people's facial expressions. They might not be able to read your emotion right away. But the thing is, when the autistic person realizes that somebody they're close to or any kind of friendship, relationship, anything, when they realize this person is upset or affected by the autistic person's actions and they see that their friend is upset, for example, their friend is crying, the autistic people will, the, the autistic person will feel very upset when they notice that their friend is crying and they might feel that emotion themselves. They see that someone is sad, they understand it, and then they feel sad themselves. Now, that's effective empathy. This is the kind of empathy that they do have. Meanwhile, maybe the autistic person, they can't tell that their friend is upset right away if it's not obvious. They may have a different way of expressing sadness than the autistic person. So then they have trouble knowing that this person is upset. But once they know that the person is upset, they will feel that feeling themselves. They will empathize with this person. And obviously, that's a really good quality to have, to care about other people's feelings. And um, 
the difference between this effect of autism and being a sociopath is that sociopaths, on the other hand, they have very high cognitive empathy and very low effective empathy or none at all. And sociopaths are extremely talented, extremely gifted at reading people, and they can easily know what someone is feeling, what someone is thinking, how someone's going to react. And this is the thing that enables them to be master manipulators, because if the sociopath can tell that someone is having a certain emotion or someone is processing a certain, a certain thing a certain way, whatever someone is thinking, this can enable them to manipulate this person's emotions, manipulate this person's behavior, because they have a very keen understanding of other people. And the thing is, sociopaths, on the other hand, they don't really have effective empathy, or they have very low effective empathy, meaning if the sociopath sees someone crying, they, they logically know this person is upset. They can acknowledge, oh, my friend is upset, but they don't feel the feeling themselves. They don't really, when they see the person crying or they see the person angry, they don't feel anything in regards to it. So they, they have this very flat effect and they may pretend to care about their friend. They may um, be faking emotions, but they don't really feel what the person is feeling. Now, not to say that everybody that is low empathy or doesn't immediately feel someone's feelings is a sociopath. This is just one of the one of the characteristics of sociopaths. There are many more. So obviously no uh, need to self-diagnose anyone as a sociopath, but that is one of the features of being one. And so obviously that is a huge difference between an autistic person. It's almost like they're complete opposite disorders because autistic people can feel other people's feelings and they care about what people are feeling. They feel it themselves. But sociopaths know exactly what other people are feeling and thinking, but they don't really feel it themselves and they don't usually care. So these are completely opposite conditions. And the fact that a lot of people on the internet are mistaking them for each other is obviously a little bit disheartening because this could be extremely damaging for an autistic person because usually they do want to fit in and they do want to love and care about people and they do but they have trouble being accepted by people. So having this um, uh, association with sociopaths is an extremely damaging thing. I actually saw somebody online mention that an autistic person is more likely to be flagged as a sociopath because autistic people, they express their, their emotions and they express themselves extremely different from neurotyp neurotypical people. They may seem extremely flat in how they present themselves. They may seem monotone. They may not see, um, express many facial expressions. They may not, you may not be able to read them extremely well, but that does not mean that they don't have feelings because autistic people do have feelings. They just express themselves extremely differently. They may become overloaded with emotions and shut down, cover their ears, anything, you know, start stimming. Completely different emotional expression. So people may see this and think, oh my God, this person doesn't have emotions. And they may think that they're a sociopath, but this is not the case. The thing is with sociopaths, sociopaths are actually, it's actually harder to tell if someone's a sociopath usually than if they're autistic because sociopaths actually hide the fact that they don't feel other people's feelings. They, they basically pretend to have the same emotions as other people because they usually have a limited capacity to feel happiness or not. Well, they may feel excitement, but just joy, sadness, um, those kinds of emotions. They have no problem feeling rage, envy, um, you know, anger, um, boredom. They have no problem feeling those emotions, but they may fake 
having a full emotional range to deceive people, to get people to, you know, be in a relationship with them. They may fake these emotions. And um, that's the thing. Some people may see an autistic person, see that they're very, they have a flat effect. They don't seem to express a lot. They may say, oh my goodness, this person's a sociopath. But in reality, it's way, it's, it's not good to diagnose people off of that itself because many sociopaths seem extremely normal on the outside. And again, these two disorders are completely almost opposite ends of the spectrum. And you just have to see it in the way that society reacts to these two disorders. Autistic people, they have programs to help them. They have therapy, they have movements, donations, everything. We want to support autistic people because autistic people have effective empathy, meaning they do feel other people's feelings. They do have the ability to care. They do have the ability to love. And the thing is, full-blown sociopaths or psychopaths, these people do not have the capability to, to truly love or truly feel other people's feelings. And this can make them a lot more dangerous. Now, not to say that all sociopaths are in jail or all sociopaths are criminals. I'm not going to you know, generalize about anything like that, but that's the whole difference. And it's not good to assume that someone is a sociopath just from a flat emotional, emotionless expression, basically. But yeah, in this episode, I just wanted to talk about some key differences between being a sociopath and being autistic, because I saw a couple forums and a couple questions, and it just, it was really disheartening seeing the comparison between these two disorders. But yeah, and everything is uh, generalized, you know, because everything's a spectrum. Some people can have a couple traits of being a sociopath or a couple traits of being autistic, and they don't have all these symptoms and all these um, expressions. But yeah, everything is just generalized. And um, yeah, so um, for future podcast episodes, I'll be taking questions about narcissistic abuse. I'll be taking questions about being a sociopath, psychopath. Well, I'm not a sociopath, but I'll be taking questions about these cluster B disorders and anything related to recovering from relationships with these people or just questions about the personality disorders in general. So definitely um, check out the link in the description and I'll have a link to where a place where you can ask me questions anonymously and I'll make a full episode dedicated to every question I get. And again, thanks for watching. Uh, please subscribe to the podcast and um, I'll see you guys next time.